0: complete works of Swami Vivekananda, Session 33, The Teacher of Spirituality, this is the topic. Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om Shri Ganesha Janamaha Dr. Krishnamurti Shansri Dambay Punacchah Bantwalathalup Drakshnikaranda District, Karnataka, India. Bharata. The teacher of spirituality. Every soul is destined or destined to be perfect and every being in the end will attain to that state. Whatever we are now is the result of whatever we have been or thought in the past and whatever we shall be in the future will be the result of what we do or think now. But this does not preclude our receiving Help from outside. The possibilities of the soul are always quickened by some help from outside. So much so that in the vast majority of cases in the world, help from outside is almost absolutely necessary. Quickening influence comes from outside and that works upon our own potentialities, and then the growth begins, spiritual life comes, and man becomes holy and perfect in the end. This quickening impulse which comes from outside cannot be received from books the soul can receive impulse only from another soul and from nothing else we may study books all over uh, all our lives we may become very intellectual but in the end we find we have not developed at all spirituality spiritually it does not follow that a high order of Intellectual development always shows an equivalent development of the spiritual side of man. On the other hand, we find cases almost every day where the intellect has become very highly developed at the expense of the spirit. Now in intellectual development, we can get much help from books, but in spiritual development almost nothing. In studying books, sometimes we are deluded into thinking that we are being spiritually helped. but If we analyze ourselves, we shall find that only our intellect has been developed and not the spirit. That is the reason why almost everyone of us can speak most wonderfully on spiritual subjects. But when the time of action comes, we find ourselves so woefully deficient. It is because books cannot give us that impulse from outside. To quicken the spirit, that impulse must come from another soul. That soul from which this impulse comes is called the guru, the teacher, and the soul to which the impulse is conveyed is called the disciple, the student. In order to convey this impulse, in the first place, the soul from which it comes must possess the power of transmitting it as it were to another, and in the second place, the object to which it is transmitted must be fit to receive it. The seed must be a living seed and the field must be really plowed. And when both these conditions are fulfilled, a wonderful growth of religion takes place. The speaker of religion must be wonderful, so must the hearer be. And when both of these are really wonderful, extraordinary, then alone will splendid spiritual growth come and not otherwise. These are the real teachers and these are the real students. Besides these, the others are playing with spirituality playing with spirituality just having a little intellectual struggle just satisfying a little curiosity but are standing only on the outward fringe of the horizon of religion there is some value in that real thirst for religion may thus be awakened all comes in course of time it is a mysterious law of nature that as soon as the field is ready the seed must come as soon as the soul wants religion the transmitter of religious force must come the seeking sinner meets meets the seeking savior when the power that attracts in the receiving soul is full and ripe the power which answers to that attraction must come but there are great dangers in the way there is the danger to the receiving soul of mistaking its momentary emotion for real religious yearning we find that in ourselves many uh, times in our lives somebody dies whom we loved we receive a blow For a moment we think that this world is slipping between four fi- our fingers and that we want something higher and that We are going to be religious in a few days that uh, We pass a uh, wave passes away and we are left stranded where we are where we were That is like Smashana vairagya. It is similar to maithana vairagya so after the act uh, again our mind becomes This uh, it uh, turns to the same position it again wants it after some uh, after death after uh, this uh, mortuary uh, vision uh, or the view of mortuary uh, processes the person Thinks that this life is only this much this ends with this very temporary like that but again when he comes to home, home again he again starts to earn or he loves money or something like that he attaches his life he is attached to his life <laughs> attachment comes again so uh, like the same way this uh, uh what you call renunciation mm, or uh, what do you say the uh, detachment after sex mm, after the process of sex One man may think, it is just a sensual, um, like gratification, it is very temporary, and it leads to again, sorrows, or unhappiness, or unsatisfactions, again. So he thinks like that, but after one or two days, or after some hours, again, his mind tempts, his senses tempt for the same sex. So, the maithuna vairagya means it is momentary. So these are all uh, not natural uh, renunciations. these are uh, temporary, momentary. We oftentimes mistake such impulses for real thirst after religion, but so long as these momentary emotions are thus mistaken, that conscious real want of soul will not come and we shall not find the transmitter. So, when we complain that we have not got the truth and that we want it so much, instead of complaining, our first duty ought to be to look into our own souls and find whether we really want it. In the vast majority of cases, we shall find that we are not fit, we do not want, there was no thirst after the spiritual. There are still more difficulties for the transmitter. There are many who, uh, though immersed in ignorance, yet in the pride of their hearts, Think they know everything and not only do uh, do not stop there But offer to take others on their shoulders and thus the blind leading the blind. They both fall into the ditch The world is full of this everyone wants to be a teacher every beggar wants to make a gift to a million dollars gift of a million dollars just as the letter is Ridiculous so are these teachers. How are we? to know a teacher then in the first place The sun requires no torch to make it visible, we do not light a candle to see the sun. When the sun rises, we instinctively become aware of its rising and when a teacher of men comes to help us, the soul will instinctively know that it has found the truth. Truth stands on its own evidences, it does not require any other testimony to attest it. It is self-efficient, it penetrates into the inmost recesses of our nature, and the whole universe stands up and says, this is truth. These are the very great teachers, but we can get help from the lesser ones also, and as we ourselves are not always sufficiently intuitive to be certain of our judgment of the man from whom we receive, there ought to be uh, certain tests. There are certain conditions necessary in the taught and also in the teacher. The conditions necessary in the taught or in a student are purity, a real thirst of knowledge, and perseverance. No impure soul can be religious. That is the one great condition. Purity in every way is absolutely necessary. The other condition is a real thirst after knowledge. Who wants? That is the question. We get whatever we want that is an old old law he who wants gets to want religion is a very difficult thing not so easy as we generally think then we always forget that religion does not consist in hearing talks or in reading books but it is a continuous struggle a grappling with our own nature a continuous fight till the victory is achieved it is not a question of one or two days of years or of lives. But it may be hundreds of lifetimes and we must be ready for that. It may come immediately or it may not come in hundreds of lifetimes and we must be ready for that. The student who sets out with such a spirit finds a success. In the teacher, we must first see that he knows the secret of the scriptures. The whole world reads the scriptures, Bibles, Vedas, Qurans, and others, but they are only words. External arrangement, syntax, the etymology, the philology, the dry bones of the religion. The teacher may be able to find what is the age of any book, but words are only the external forms in which things come. Those who deal too much in words and let the mind run always, in the force of words, lose the spirit. So, the teacher must be able to know the spirit of the scriptures. The network of words is like a huge forest in which the human mind loses itself and finds no way out the various methods of joining words the various methods of speaking a beautiful language the various methods of explaining the dicta of the scriptures are only for the enjoyment of the learned they do not attain perfection they are simply desirous to show their learning so that the world may praise them and see that they are learned men you will find that no one of the great teachers of the world went into these various explanations of texts. On, a, on their part, there is no attempt at text torturing, no saying. This word means this and this is the philological philological connection between this and that word. word. You study all the great teachers the world has produced and you will see that no one of them goes that way. Yet they taught, while others, who have nothing to teach, will take up a word and write a three-volume book on its origin and use. As my master used to say, what would you think of men who went into a mango orchard and uh, busied themselves in counting the leaves and examining the uh, colour of the leaves, the size of the ticks and number of branches and so forth, while only one of them had the sense to begin uh, to eat the mangoes. So leave this counting of leaves and twigs of this note taking to others. That work has its own value in its proper place but not here in the spiritual realm. Men never become spiritual through such work. You have never once seen a strong spiritual man among these leaf counters. Religion is the highest aim of man. the highest glory but it does not require man among these uh, like does not require leaf counting if you want to be a christian it is not necessary to know whether christ was born in jerusalem or bethlehem or just the exact date on which he pronounced the sermon on the mount you only require to feel the sermon on the mount it is not necessary to read two thousand words on when it was delivered all that is for the enjoyment of the learned let them have it say amen to that let us eat the mangoes the second condition the second condition necessary in the teacher is that he must be sinless the question was once asked me in england by a friend why should we look to the personality of a teacher Mm-hmm. we have only to judge of what he says and take that up not so if a man wants to teach something teach me something of dynamics or chemistry or any other physical science he may be of any character he can still teach dynamics or any other science for the knowledge that uh, the uh, physical science re- sciences require is simply intellectual and depends on the intellectual strength. A man can have in such a case a gigantic intellectual power without the least development of his soul. But in the spiritual sciences, it is impossible from first to last that there can be any spiritual light in that soul which is impure. What can such a soul teach? But in the spiritual sciences, it is impossible from first to last that there can be any spiritual light in that soul which is impure. What can such a a soul teach? It knows nothing. Spiritual truth is purity. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall be God. In that one sentence is the gist of all religions. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. If you have learnt that, all that has been said in the past and all that uh, that it is possible to say in the future, you have known. You need not look into anything else. But uh, for you have all that is necessary in that one sentence. It could save the world where all the other scriptures lost. A vision of God, a glimpse of the beyond... uh, never comes until the soul is pure therefore in the teacher of spirituality purity is the one thing indispensable we must see first what he is and then what he says not so with the intellectual teachers there we care more for what he says than what he is with the teacher of religion we must first and foremost see what he is and then alone comes the value of the words because he is the transmitter what will he transmit if he has not flat spiritual power in him to give a simile if a heater is hot it can convey heat vibrations but if not it is impossible to do so even so is the case with the mental vibrations of the religious teacher which he conveys to the mind of the taught. it is a question of a transference and not of stimulating only our intellectual faculties. Some power, real and tangible, goes out from the teacher and begins to grow in the mind of the thought. Therefore, the necessary condition is that the teacher must be true. The third condition is motive. We should see that he does not teach with any ulterior motive for name or fame or anything else but simply for love, pure love for you. When spiritual forces are transmitted from the teacher to the taught, they can only be conveyed through the medium of love, there is no other medium that can convey them. Any other motive such as gain or name would immediately destroy the conveying medium. Therefore, all must be done through love. One has known God can alone be a teacher. When you see that in the teacher these conditions are fulfilled, you are safe. If they are not fulfilled, it is unwise to accept him. There is a great risk if he cannot convey goodness of his conveying wickedness sometimes. This must be guarded against. Therefore, it naturally follows that we cannot be taught by anybody and everybody. The preaching of sermons by brooks and stones may be true as a uh, poetical figure, but no one can preach a single gain grain of truth until he has it in himself to whom do the brooks preach sermons to that human soul only whose lotus of life has already opened when the heart has been opened it can receive teaching from the brooks or the stones it can get some religious teaching from all these but the unopened heart will see nothing but brooks and rolling stones a blind man may come to a museum but he comes and goes only if he is to see his eyes must first be opened this eye opener of religion is the teacher with the teacher therefore our relationship is that of ancestor and descendant the teacher is the spiritual ancestor and the disciple is the spiritual descendant it is all very well to talk of liberty and independence but Without humility, submission, veneration, and faith, there will not be any religion. It is a significant fact that where this relation still exists between the teacher and the taught, there alone gigantic spiritual souls grow. But in those who have thrown it off, religion is made into a diversion. In nations and churches, where this relation between Teacher and taught is not maintained spiritually as maintained spirituality is almost an unknown quantity Spirituality is almost an unknown quantity it never comes without that feeling There is no one to transmit and no one to be transmitted to because they are all independent of whom can they learn? And if they come to learn they come to buy learning give me a dollars worth of religion Cannot I pray a dollar for it? religion cannot be got that way there is nothing higher and holier than the knowledge which comes to the soul transmitted by a spiritual teacher if a man has become a perfect yogi it becomes by itself but it cannot be got in books you may go and knock your head against the four corners of the world seek in the himalayas the alps the um, caucasus the desert of Gobi or sahara or the bottom of the sea but it will not come until you find a teacher find the teacher serve him as a child open your heart to his influence. see in him God manifested our attention should be first uh, fixed on the teacher as the highest manifestation of God Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Meeshwara Guru Param Param Brahma. means Sri Gurave Namaha Guru or teacher is creator Lord of Creator Brahma Lord of sustenance Vishnu, and Lord of Destruction, Shiva, and He is the base of all these three, Param, Brahma, the ultimate or supreme power, Sakshat, as such. So that's the expression of Lord, Supreme Lord, is Guru or Teacher. And as the power of attention concentrates there, the picture of the teacher as man will melt away, the frame will vanish, and the real God will be left there. Those that come to truth with such a spirit of veneration and love for them, the Lord of truth speaks and speaks the most wonderful words. Take thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou stands is holy ground wherever his name is spoken that place is holy how much more so is a man who speaks his name and with what veneration ought we to approach a man out of whom come spiritual truths this is a spirit in which we are to be taught such teachers are few in number no doubt in this world but the world is never altogether without them the moment it is absolutely bereft of these it will cease to be it will become a hideous hell and will just drop these teachers are the fair flowers of human life and keep the world going it is the strength that is manifested from these hearts of life that keeps the bounds of society intact beyond there is uh, beyond these is another set of teachers the Christs christ of the world these teachers of all teachers represent god himself in the form of man they are much higher they can transmit spiritually with a touch with a wish uh, which makes even the lowest and most degraded characters saints in one second do you not read of how they used to do these things they are not the teachers about whom i am i was speaking they are the teachers of all teachers the greatest manifestations of god to man we cannot see god except through them we cannot help worshipping them and they are the only beings we are bound to worship. No man bath seen God but as he is manifested in the sun. We cannot see God. If we try to see him, we make a hideous caricature of God. There is an Indian story that an ignorant man was asked to make an image of God Shiva and after days of struggle he made an image of a monkey so whenever we attempt to make an image of god we make a caricature of him because we cannot understand him as anything higher than man so long as we are men the time will come when we transcend our human nature and know him as he is but so long as we are men we must worship him as uh, him in man talk as we may try as we may we cannot see god except as a man we may deliver great intellectual speeches become very great ra- rationalists and prove that these tales of god as all nonsense but let us come to practical common sense what is behind this remarkable intellect zero nothing simply so much forth. when next you hear a man delivering great intellectual lectures against this worship of god get hold of him and ask him what is his idea of god what he means by omnipotence and omniscience and omnipresent love and so forth beyond the spelling of the words he means nothing he cannot formulate an idea he is no better than the man in the street who has not read a single book that man in the street however is quiet and does not disturb the world while the other man's arguments cause disturbance he has no actual perception and both are on the same plane religion is realization and you must make the sharpest distinction between talk and realization what you perceive in your soul is realization man has no idea of the spirit he has to think of it with the forms he has before him he has to think of the blue skies or the expansive fields or the sea or something huge how else can you think of god so what are you doing in reality you are talking of omnipresence and thinking of the sea is god the sea a little more common sense is required Nothing is so uncommon as common sense. The world is too full of talk, a truce to all this frothy argument of the world. We are by our present conti- constitution limited and bound to see God as man. If the buffaloes want to worship God, they, uh, they will see him as a huge buffalo. If a fish wants to worship God, it will have to think Him think of him as a big fish. You and I, the buffalo, the fish each represents so many different vessels all these go to the sea to be filled with water according to the shape of the each vessel in each of these vessels is nothing but water so with god when we see uh, when men see him they see him as man and the animals as animals each according to his ideal that is the only way you can see him you have to worship him as man because there is no other way out of it two classes of men do not worship god as man the human brute Who has no religion and the paramahamsa highest yogi who has gone beyond humanity who has thrown off his mind and body and gone beyond the limits of nature all nature has become his uh, self he has neither mind nor body and can worship god as god as can a jesus or a buddha they did not worship god as man the other extreme is the human brute you know how to how two extremes look alike similar is the case with the extreme of ignorance and the other extreme of knowledge neither of these worships anybody the extremely ignorant do not worship god not being developed enough to feel the need for so doing those that have attained the highest knowledge also do not worship god having realized and become one with god god never worships god between these two poles of existence if anyone tells you he is not going to worship god as man take care of him he is an irresponsible talker. He is mistaken. His religion is for frothy thinkers. It is intellectual nonsense. Therefore, it is absolutely necessary to worship God as man and blessed are those races which have such a God-man to worship. Christians have such a God-man in the Christ. In Christ. Therefore, cling close to Christ. Never give up Christ. That is the natural way to see God. See God in man all our ideas of god are concentrated there the great limitation christians have is that they do not heed other manifestations of god besides christ he was a manifestation of god so was buddha so were some others and there will be hundreds of others do not limit god anywhere pay all the reverence that you think is due to god to christ that is the only worship we can have God cannot be worshipped. He is the uh, immanent being of the universe. It is only to his manifestations, uh, manifestation as man that we can pray. It would be a very good plan when Christians pray to say in the name of Christ. It would be wise to stop praying to God and only pray to Christ. God understands human failings and becomes a man to do good to humanity whenever virtue subsides and immortality prevails then i come to help mankind yada yadashi dharmasya glanit bhavati bharata dharma se tadatmanam sa says krishna in Bhagavad gita he also says fools not knowing that i the omnipotent and omnipresent god of the universe have taken this human form deride me and think that cannot be their minds have been clouded with the de- Uh, demoniacal ignorance so they cannot see in him the lord of the universe these great incarnations of God are to be worshipped not only so they only can be worshipped and on the days of their birth and on the days of uh, when they went out of this world we ought to pay more particular reverence to them in worshiping Christ I would rather worship him just as he desires On the day of his birth, I would rather worship him by fasting than by feasting, by praying. When these are are thought of, these great ones, they manifest themselves in our souls and they make us like unto them. Our whole nature changes and we become like them. But you must not mix up the Christ or Buddha with the hobgoblins flying through the air and all that sort of nonsense. Sacrilege. Christ coming into a spiritualistic science is uh, uh, to dance. I have seen that uh, that presence in this country. It is not in that way that these manifestations of God come. The very touch of one of them will be manifest upon a man. When Christ touches, the whole soul of man will change. That man will be transfigured just as he was. His whole life will be spiritualized. From every pore of his body, spiritual power will emanate. His whole life will be spiritualized. From every pore of his body, spiritual power will emanate. What were the great powers of Christ in miracles and healing in one of his character? They were low, vulgar things that he could not help doing because he was among vulgar beings. Where was it? this miracle making done? Among the Jews. And the Jews did not take him. Where was it? not done in Europe. The miracle making went to the Jews who rejected Christ and the Sermon on the Mount to Europe which accepted him. The human spirit took on, the, on what was true and rejected what was spurious. The great strength of Christ is not in his miracles or his healing. Any fool could do these things. Fools can heal others, devils can heal others. I have seen horrible demonical, demoniacal men do wonderful miracles. They seem to manufacture fruits out of the earth. I have done I have known fools and uh, diabolical men tell the past, present and future. I have seen fools uh, heal at a glance by the will the most horrible diseases. These are powers truly, but often demoniacal powers. The other is the spiritual power of the Christ which will live and always was lived an almighty, gigantic love and words of truth which he preached. The action of healing men at a glance is forgotten, but he is saying, blessed are the pure in heart that lives today. These words are a gigantic magazine of power inexhaustible. So long as the human mind lasts, so long as the name of God is not forgotten, these words will roll on and on and never cease to be. These are the powers of Jesus taught and the powers he had. The power of purity. It is a definite power. So in worshiping Christ, in praying to him, we must always remember what we are seeking. Not these foolish things of miraculous display, but the wonderful powers of the spirit which make man free, give him control over the whole nature, take from him the badge of slavery and show God unto him. Hari Rama. Loka samasta sukhino vontu, shri vivekanandar pitamastu. This ends the complete works, session 33.